Sorry, folks, no news here today. We're just going to continue to go on with our list of the 31 movies you should watch during Halloween. Enjoy your episode of Food After Midnight. What is going on, everybody? Uh, I guess you're aware now we are not going to be doing any news or anything of that nature. No trailers. We are just hopping right into this very special Halloween episode of Food After Midnight here on Gizmo's Corner. So with this list, it's not the must-see movies. These are just movies that I briefly thought of that I would enjoy watching or I have watched during the the Halloween season. But at the very end of the episode, I'm going to be giving my review on the movie Haunt. It is on demand right now. You can rent it from, you know, Prime, wherever you get your movies digitally to download or stream. Yeah, it's not free yet. You got to pay for it. So let's just start this list off, guys. I'm going to go through the this list as quickly as I can. I'm just going to give some like minor, small opinions on some of these movies. Other movies, I'm just going to fly right by. You know, I'll dig into some classics. I'm also going to do a lot more modern horror movies or, um, you know, any Halloween-esque movies uh, or what have you. So uh, starting it off, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to start off with the classics here. These are movies that have always been fun to watch every Halloween season. Um, yeah, I'm going to start off. I'm just going to say uh, Creep Show. If you haven't seen Creepshow, check this movie out. Uh, it's an anthology series. If you're going to watch one, you can watch two, you can watch three, you can watch four. They are not following a specific story between the movies. These are their own individual things. Now, it's not an anthology film series, but each movie itself uh, contains small short stories within it, kind of like how Tales from the Crypt works or The Twilight Zone or anything like that. Uh, it's a fun time. Again, you can watch one. You can watch all of them doesn't matter what order you do it in either because they all follow their own little path uh, as far as the story goes poltergeist uh not it doesn't fall in the halloween it doesn't fall in the season exactly but it's still a fun ghost movie you can put it on there's a lot of good body horror or even like grotesqueness to it it's always a good time killer clowns from outer space yeah it's just a bunch of clowns coming down from outer space and they turn people into you know cotton candy and shit it's fun. It's just a fun classic movie. You can't say no to it. Another classic, we've got Evil Dead. A group of kids out in the cabin, and then they're attacked by demons. You can honestly watch the original, or you can watch the remake. The remake, I, I highly recommend if you haven't seen it yet. It's actually one of the better horror movie remakes that have been made in the past, like, 10 years or whatever. Uh, it's a good time, both of them. If you are going to watch the original series, you know... Just watch one, two, and then go into Army of Darkness. And if you want to keep entertaining yourself with Ash and the Necronomicon and the Deadites, watch Ash vs. the Evil Dead. That show was pretty fun. Uh, This movie seems to be on the background in a lot of movies anyway, so put on Night of the Living Dead, George A. Romero's classic zombie movie in black and white. Uh, It started the whole phase of zombies, pretty much. You know, many zombie movies did come before it, but it's the one that actually started defining, like, a passion for zombies. Everyone still loves this film. I still love it. Uh, And with that, I would also recommend watching Dawn of the Dead. Again, this one you can watch the original or you can watch the remake. I think the remake... Again, one of the better remakes uh, in horror, directed by Zack Snyder, written by James Gunn. It's a cool collaboration, and the movie is awesome. Uh, it's not 
they don't stick to the slow walking zombies like we're used to in a Romero movie. They go with the speedsters, which is, you know, politically incorrect as far as zombies go. Zombies are slow moving. I'm not particularly a fan of the fast moving zombies, even though it does make them a lot more scary. Uh, Another classic, a little bit out of the world of horror, more into the world of fantasy and family fun. I'm going to say The Witches. If you've never seen The Witches, it's a Man, this movie scared the shit out of me when I was a kid, but uh, watching it now, this movie still holds up. It's a great time. The practical effects are pretty are still really good when the woman turns into a witch and what they look like. It's incredible. The kid turning into them. It's so much fun. If you've never seen it, I can't say check it out because if you didn't grow up with this movie, I don't know if it's gonna be for you exactly. Along with the next movie, which is Hocus Pocus. Yeah, again, not a scary movie, but it's one I grew up with. It's still a fun time. I I, I wouldn't watch it by myself. I definitely have to have, you know, like uh, someone with me watching it. It's definitely like not, not so much a group experience, but definitely not a solo experience. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. I can't watch it by myself. But if you're with a group, Hocus Pocus is the way to go. Plus, Sarah Jessica Parker uh, was my first celebrity crush from that movie. Fun fact, not important at all. Moving on to the next grouping of movies, they're a little untraditional as far as being Halloween movies, but they are classics and can easily be connected to the genre. So I'm gonna go ahead and say Beetlejuice. During the Halloween season, it's a lot of fun to pop this on. If you don't like Beetlejuice, I I don't know. I I don't think I've ever met anybody that said, "I, I hate Beetlejuice movie's so much fun. Michael Keaton kills it like he usually does. I don't think I've ever heard anyone say they didn't like him as Beetlejuice. He's perfect. Another untraditional, I would say Ghostbusters 1 and 2. A lot of people, you know, I love number one. I also love number two. A lot of people are like torn between the two. If you watch one and feel like watching the second one after, go for it. You know, you get ghosts, you get the ghouls, uh, demons. It's, you can't go wrong with, with Ghostbusters unless it's the, you know, remake from a couple of years ago. I don't recommend that one. It wasn't terrible, but it that wasn't Ghostbusters to me. So we're gonna go and get a little semi-modern. Hey, I missed a family fun movie. It's The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Any holiday in which, you know, whether it's Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, you've gotta pop on a Charlie Brown, you know, holiday special. Again, I, I, I can't watch this by myself. I would just, I would just feel weird. Uh, th- this is one I would recommend watching with your family. If you're in a group, if you're having a party, pop it on. Uh, it's all good. All right, so gonna go and get a little bit on the modern era or semi-modern, and then I'm gonna get into even more modern, and then I'm gonna go into like ultra classic. If you're a fan of any of the original Universal monster movies like Creature from the Black Lagoon or Dracula, Frankenstein, Invisible Man, any any of those original classic black and white horror movies with Monster Squad. If you haven't seen Monster Squad, this is one of my favorite movies of all time. I watched this over and over again when I was a kid. Uh, it takes place in a small town where a group of kids who call themselves the Monster Squad, they're very familiar with all these monsters and they just have this little club where they get together and talk about all of them. So one day Dracula comes to town and he brings along all of the monsters or mostly all of the monsters uh, to this town to look for this crystal and the monster squad has to stop Dracula and his horde of monsters. It's amazing. Uh, it's, you know, the, the this is one of those movies, I'm pretty sure it was Fred Decker who directed this. Uh, even if you watch like Night of the Comet, 
as well. Or no, not Night of the Comet, I'm sorry. Uh, Night of the Creeps. He uses practical effects, which I always appreciate in any horror movie. You get makeup, prosthetics, any kind of costume design, just, just natural effects. It's wonderful to watch. There, You know, no CG. Well, there's some CG that doesn't really hold up. Uh, against you know against what we're used to seeing but the costumes and creature designs are amazing I'm, I'm pretty sure Stan Winston was responsible for the creature design on this one after Monster Squad I'm gonna say check out the original Blair Witch Project I still love this movie this is also one of my top favorites of all time this movie changed the game for horror it also introduced the world to found footage which didn't really blow up right after but then you know uh, almost a decade later, when we got Cloverfield, is when found footage started to blow up again. Uh, this, it, it, to me, this is a classic, and I don't see this movie ever um, getting stale for me. I can watch this over and over again. And ha- Halloween, I think it's a good time. You, you know, three kids that are trapped out in the woods trying to find a witch, and they're lost. And it's a good time. Background noise uh, at a party. It's good stuff. Another classic, Scream. Uh, my favorite movie of all time. Scream, I think, actually revived horror in the 90s. Great horror movie. Definitely recommend that one. Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Yes, Halloween 3 is on this list because it is a great Halloween movie. Not from the series, but a movie for Halloween. It is a lot of fun to put on. Uh, this movie, I remember seeing this for the first time, be like, hey, where the fuck is Michael Myers, though? With the Halloween franchise, if you're not aware, originally what their plans were with this series was to do it as like an anthology-based series of movies. Um, not like Creep Show, where you get multiple stories within a movie, but each movie was supposed to have its own story. So the first two movies, we got the story of Michael Myers, and then when we got to uh, Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, that's the movie where it's all about corporation and robots and silver shamrocks and the three masks. Go watch the movie. It's fun. <laughs> but then when uh, Season of the Witch did not do well, they brought Michael Myers back for the fourth one. You know, that did really well. So they just continued using Michael Myers after that. Yeah, Season of the Witch, Halloween 3, definitely grew on me over time. And I think it grew on a lot of other people, too. It's a good movie to pop on during the season. And with that, I'm also just going to go ahead and say Halloween, the original. If you're not watching Halloween at all during the season, well, I mean, you're missing out. The movie's called Halloween. It's specifically meant for the day. So check it out. Classic horror movie. Seems to It's a favorite amongst all horror fans. I enjoy watching this during the season. I don't really watch it any other time. I do not recommend watching any movie, honestly, past one. Uh, I'm not a fan of any of them, minus Season of the Witch. Even, you know, Rob Zombie's movies, not a fan. The newest one that came out that's called Halloween, even though it's the sequel to Halloween, but it's still called Halloween, not Halloween 2. I thought that movie was garbage. I don't recommend it. If you want to watch H2O, H2O is kind of growing on me a little bit as the years go by, but... Yeah, I'm, I'm just recommending the first one, but it's up to you. Watch the whole series if you want. A couple, I'm going to go through a list, a small section here on my list of movies you probably haven't heard of. So these are movies that can go under the radar. And I see everything, especially when it comes to horror movies. So I'm going to list them off. And, uh, you know, their recommendations, they might not be something you'd enjoy, but check them out anyway. So we've got uh, The Final Girls. It's a fun, horrific comedy movie with a pretty pretty decent cast, actually. It's just a movie about these characters who go to this 
showing of this classic horror movie that's very reminiscent of Friday the 13th. And then there's a fire in the theater and these kids end up getting teleported into the movie or transferred into the movie itself. And so these kids from the real world are now interacting with characters from the movie that they were just watching while they are being chased down by this killer and trying to <laughs> essentially get home. It's a lot of fun. Highly recommend it. A uh, movie that came out a while ago, uh, which I recommend to anybody, Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon. It's a documentary style movie about a man who is on the rise of becoming the next famed slasher. So he idolizes characters like Jason and Freddy Krueger or Michael Myers, and he wants to become the next thing. So the movie follows this film crew documenting his rise to his horror fame. It's great stuff. Uh, a lot of fun. It's silly. Delves into a lot of cliches and like why these things actually happen and how they happen behind the scenes of a horror movie. It's it's a it's a lot of fun. I highly recommend it. Uh, another silly one. You might be the killer. This came out, I believe, last year. It uh, stars Allison Hannigan and that guy from Cabin in the Woods. I can't remember his name. I'm sorry. Um, Oh shit, Cabin in the Woods is a good one for the. the anyway, the movie's about this guy um, at a campground. Again, it's very reminiscent of Friday the 13th. And uh, it revolves around him on the phone with his friend from back home. And he's saying he just went through this whole like massacre and everything. And she's trying to help him through the situation we're in. And then it comes to the line where she says, Hey, you might be the killer. And that's where our story continues to go on from where is he the killer or is there actually a killer out there? It's good stuff. I highly recommend that one as well. I, I got to stop saying I highly recommend these. I highly recommend all of these. So I'm going to try to not say that anymore. Sorry, guys. Next movie is Hatchet, uh, directed by Adam Green. Uh, he's actually one of my favorite horror directors out there. And uh, it's a shame we don't get a lot more from him as of late. Uh, he's He's got a great resume as far as horror movies go um and hatchet is the hatchet series is one of the most well known especially amongst the horror community it's the classic giant disfigured guy or monster whatever you want to call him living in the swamp or the bayou and a group of tourists go um into the swamp and yeah Hatchet, a.k.a. Victor Crowley, kills them all one by one in the most grotesque way possible. Uh, seriously, this movie's really fucking gory. You see it's a lot of practical effects, which I appreciate. Uh, heads, limbs getting ripped off of bodies, heads getting crushed. If you're into that sort of thing, it's for you, and it's great to put on. Next is The House is October Built. This movie came out oh, almost 10 years ago, not so much, maybe like five or seven years ago, somewhere in between now and 10 years ago, this movie came out. And I believe there's a sequel to it as well. But anyways, this is also a found footage movie or a documentary style movie where it's a group of people who go to these different haunted houses and document their nights. And uh, they get to this one haunted house where things go awry and they all start getting picked off one by one. It's a good time. Next is Digging Up the Marrow. This is another movie by Adam Green. It's not necessarily in the realm of a great horror movie, but I can't pass this up because the practical effects are amazing in this as well. Anything that's going to have practical effects during the season is it's got to be on this list. <laughs> uh, this is also a found footage style movie. I know there's a lot of those on this list, but th they're fun. They're fun. And they like fit the, the theme, I think. And so this is a movie where 
a guy's documenting uh, his interactions with this man who claims to have seen monsters and interacted with monsters out in the world. So him and his crew go out with this man to document these monsters that happen to be out there. One thing or another happens, and there's a ton of monsters, and it's great. Check it out if you haven't yet. All right, another classic here. Ernest Scared Stupid. This is a, oh man. This was one of my favorite movies as a kid during Halloween. Just about, uh, was it Jim Barney playing Ernest as his classic character from all of his, you know, movies. Uh, about a evil troll that comes back to town and needs to claim the souls of, you know, kids uh, to bring forth his army of trolls. This movie is fantastic and it still holds up. Amazing practical effects. And one of the creepiest scenes uh, from my childhood when the girl is in bed. If you know what I'm talking about and you felt the same way, right on. Uh, another fun time movie to just pop on for background effects. Yeah, you, you can pop on The Final Destination. Good movie uh, about kids who escape death and then throughout the movie, death comes back to claim them as they should have been claimed originally before they escaped death. This movie, uh, again, I would say uh, if you're having a party or something and you just want to do like a nice little marathon for background noise through the party, do Final Destination 1, 2, 3, skip 4, put on 5. It's perfect. The fourth one is absolutely terrible and doesn't deserve to be in the series. <laughs> uh, gonna get a little bit modern here. Gonna say Hellfest. Not the best movie I've seen in a while as far as horror goes, but it definitely falls into the category of a you know fun little movie to pop on for background noise. Another movie actually came out this year, Escape Room falls in line with Hellfest. Not a perfect movie by any means, but still a good time to pop on for background noise. Uh, one more found footage, and then I'm finally done with the found footage movies, uh, VHS. VHS is a fun time to pop on for, again, it pops us these movies you can pop on at any time I, most of these i'm recommending for if you're having a party uh or you can watch them at your own convenience but this is a, a good background for a party especially if you have the series of vhs uh the first one's really good the second one's pretty good the third one not so much they ended up going off track with how they started where these were about people watching vhs tapes and the third one got into internet which like inter internet viral videos, which kind of got away from the idea of watching things on old VHS tapes because these are on the internet. So that calls something else. It's not, it's not VHS. Getting down to our final, final few movies here. One of the most recent movies to actually come out, uh, scary stories to tell in the dark. Uh, I believe I gave this movie a pretty decent grade when we talked about it, me and Jeremy. I like this movie a lot. I can totally see this falling in line with a classic Halloween movie that you can watch every year. It's got the, you know, it's it's Del Toro, so it's going to be a fun time to have on. And then second to last movie, which is actually my favorite movie to watch every season. And if it hasn't become one of yours, well, that's okay. It soon will be. Trick or Treat the anthology series where we were given the classic horror character of Sam, the uh, sackhead boy with the bitten jack-o'-lantern lollipop. And one of my favorite characters, he's so cute throughout this movie and just in general. Uh, this movie is so well done and they've been talking about it having a sequel for the longest time and I'm, I'm still looking forward to a sequel. I don't care when it comes out. This is one of my favorite movies, especially during the season here. All right, and the final movie, which will lead into our review, Haunt. Haunt is the most recent movie to come out now. I have to recommend this movie for a Halloween watch. It falls in line with the theme of Halloween. You have people in costume and 
kids getting scared. It takes place during Halloween and it's perfect. But without further ado, let's, uh, I'm going to hop into this review and then tell you guys my overall thoughts, whether I did like it or I didn't like it. Again, just because it's on my list of Halloween movies doesn't mean I love this movie because there's movies on this list that I don't love that are still on here just because I think they fit nicely with the holiday season. God damn it, it's not fucking Christmas. Why can't you just call any holiday holiday season? All right, so Haunt is written and directed by Scott Beck and Brian Woods. These two were behind the story of A Quiet Place. Uh, They didn't direct it, they wrote it. It stars Katie Stevens, Will Bretain, Lauren Alyssa McLean, Andrew Caldwell, Shazi Raja, Sheila Helford. I'm sorry, guys, for fucking up your names, but, you know, it can happen. Uh, Chani Morrow, Justin Markson, Terry Bartkia, Justin Rose, and Damien Maffey. Yes, that Damien Maffey. The plot of this movie, it's Halloween, and a group of friends uh, decide that the party that they are hanging out at is not good enough for them. So they decide to leave and go to a haunt. And it is a haunt in which the characters can touch you and all that crazy stuff. You know, those things really aren't for me in real life either. I'm not into the whole haunted house thing. I love horror movies, but I'm not in the haunted houses at all. Um, But of course, while they are at this haunt, something takes a twist and then others take a turn and then it turns out they are trying to escape with their lives because the people that work at this haunt are actually trying to kill them overall i did like this movie a lot i know i i just said that um just because it's on my list doesn't mean i liked it but this movie i did like a lot the overall characters in this movie that at no point in time did i find myself caring for them or feeling sympathy towards them or wanting them to escape what they were in not all of them some of them i was rooting for but there wasn't you know a lot there for me to be rooting for them general story of them going to this house and trying to escape it it's it's pretty good it's something i've seen before it's it's nothing new the way it's done is interesting but it's nothing new to me so uh it's hard to say that i would give it you know uh you know a satisfactory as far as a story goes uh there is the uh you know the gore factor of it uh it gets it gets a little gory at some points, but it's not over the top gore, which I actually really appreciated about this movie. It's not in your face. Watch this head get cut in half. No, it's very simple. You see a blade go through somebody's head. Hypothetically, you see a blade start to go through somebody's head and then it cuts real quick. I appreciate that. You don't need to hold the camera on the gory effect the entire time. Just show it, give a little taste and then move on to the next scene. I, I really appreciated that. Um, as far as the over the whole cast goes, like I said, I didn't really care for the characters that much, nor the people playing these characters. There's that, you know, you get the generic characters. There's the the hot love interest of our main character. There's the over the top thinks he's funny character who's just really annoying. There's two side girls, and then the best friend of the main character. You know, you get it's a generic setup as far as characters go. Not a big deal. Um, from beginning, middle to end. Uh, beginning starts off okay in the middle it works out nicely and by the time we get to the end that's when i really loved this movie not loved it but that's when i really liked this movie uh we learn who the uh the antagonists are and the antagonists of this movie they're generic up until the final act of this movie once you learn who these people are you don't learn their motive per se but you learn who these people are and it's it's really interesting and i would give it a bonus originality 
a bonus point for originality or for being original because yeah it's good stuff what we what we get as far as these people and who they are go as far as being a horror movie goes yeah i would say it definitely falls in the the aspect of being a horror movie it's a good horror movie i definitely recommend this one to you guys uh you know stream it yeah definitely check it out the two people who wrote and direct this movie i thought they did a really good job considering the you know they wrote A Quiet Place, so they can write a movie. There were just some things in the story that I didn't really, they didn't really work for me. Like we're getting the main story of this girl at this haunted house or, you know, haunt, not so much a haunted house, but you know, this haunted attraction. And, you know, we get glimpses into her past of, you know, the abusive boyfriend who she was dating and uh, being a child where, you know, her mother was abused by her father. They were things that they, I, I saw what they were trying to go for. It just didn't really land for me. I didn't see a purpose to it. I thought just the overall story of um, maybe if, if they stuck to one or the other, like maybe it was just the abusive boyfriend and then it went forward and we didn't get any flashbacks. It probably would have worked better for me, but um, you know, they went for it. It just, it, Maybe it does something for other people. It didn't do much for me, though. Uh, so with all that said, uh, I'm going to hop into spoilers. But first, I just want to give you guys a quick little my normal grade here. And Haunt gets a seven. I do recommend checking this movie out. It's a it's a lot of fun. And as far again, as far as a horror movie goes, it, it's good stuff. I, I also don't think I mentioned this, but this is actually produced by Eli Roth. Uh, that doesn't say much. Eli Roth is he used to be like one of my favorites when Cabin cabin fever came out and you know hostel was good and then he kind of just started losing touch with uh you know with horror and i think he got a little bit of a quentin tarantino syndrome going on but uh yeah he's attached to this uh it, it doesn't mean much of anything his name is just put there to promote the movie all right guys uh just gonna do like a, a couple quick things of spoilers not a whole lot and then i'm gonna wrap it up here so just a couple of things that i kind of wanted to uh you know give my thoughts on that i i really appreciated in this movie was mainly the killers and who they were when you learn that it's just a bunch of random guys who do body modification to themselves uh, that that was really interesting to me. I really enjoyed that aspect. When you see, you know, you've got the devil, the witch, the ghost, uh, chainsaw guy. Uh, once they all start taking their masks off and like you see the devil and what he looks like actually, and you see what the clown looks like, you see what the ghost looks like. Oh man, it is main reason I'm recommending this movie. It's such an original idea. Again, you're not given a motive as to why these people are doing it, but you know, like one of them's a tattoo artist apparently. Um, which makes sense because they're they're all tattooed and their bodies are modified their faces are modified they have implants in themselves they have you know pieces of their faces removed um, it's oh man it's just so epic of a of an idea i appreciate it so much uh, that, that honestly guys that's the only thing that i wanted to um, get into spoiler talk on with this because uh, there's not much to spoil in this movie. It's a generic haunted house movie or, uh, you know, escape movie. You go in with an expectation and then, you know, wait to see how everyone bites the bullet, essentially. The overall final scene of this movie, I hated. I'm going to be blunt. There's a, I just didn't like it. You know, I'm going to end it right there. <laughs> uh, all right, guys, that is a... Uh, 
Thank you for tuning into Gizmo's Corner, uh, checking out Food After Midnight one more time. And that is my list of the 31 horror movies. Or 31 movies, not even horror. 31 movies to check out during the holiday season. All right, guys. Uh, thank you for tuning into Gizmo's Corner yet again. Tune in next time because we're going to be doing that review on the New Mutants. All right. Later. Later.